Wednesday, another pod, another live stream. Got the boys. We are out without <laughs> worm today. RIP worm. I called into work. Damn. But free worm. Hashtag free worm. Get them out of there. But on with the stream. We got the boys here today going on for college basketball as well as East Team Pros files and projections. Because tomorrow deserves to be a national holiday. In my book, it is a national holiday. For you, those that don't know, national holiday opening day is tomorrow mm. i'll be there dylan will be there Graham will be there jose will be in his house watching it he'll be there garrett will be there are you going to be there garrett? no i'm gonna be on a plane to charlotte oh uh, he'll be on a plane to charlotte plane to charlotte. you going to charlotte, you going to charlotte? yeah yeah what's lamella wants to fly me out since i'm one of his boys oh okay I mean, it makes sense. Oh, I, mean, I, was, I was wondering why it it, it, it adds up. It adds up. Checks no, out. I'm I'm going for a wedding, but I'll be watching. Whoa, Lamelo's oh, wedding? wedding? Yeah, yeah, Lamelo's. They're married. <laughs> Way. I'm his bear. <laughs> the ring bear, Garrett. <laughs> That's such a la Mickey la Mickey position of the wedding too. You wouldn't. Mm. I'm the flower boy. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> But uh, stay, speaking of LaMelo, but speaking of the sport LaMelo plays, basketball, LaMelo did not go to college, but we are in college, heading into mm. college basketball. <clears throat> and it wins the national championship, as well as Dylan's uncle, Uncle Kevin, as we know, know him, did win the bracket challenge. He gets a jersey, but doesn't want the jersey, so the money sticks with the company, as I am planning a summer trip, even though Garrett will be studying abroad but back on topic kansas when you go to study abroad where's this guy gonna study i'm going to italy where are you going italy at the at the mickey mouse resort (laughs) all summer summer yeah Yeah, that's That's kind of sick but garrett garrett in a different time zone damn yeah i know he's gonna experience players doing jet lag yeah, what's he? What are you studying? <clears throat> Honestly, I'm not really even studying anything. I'm just like, of course, I'm <laughs> gonna study cool. like two of my classes, but I mean, I could study them here if I wanted. This guy, brutal. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy does how to Mickey Mouse things, huh? Yeah, I do. I'm the biggest oh, Mickey. He's a walk. But getting back to topic, uh, Kansas winning the national championship. Is huge for the Kansas, but however, it is overshadowed with North Carolina being <laughs> with 18 points in the first half. I mean, I didn't really I watched the game get some pieces of the, of the game. <laughs> I'm just laughing because fucking Garrett's laughing, and I know why he's laughing. <laughs> Sorry, it was just so you said that. What? <laughs> you said like it'll be you, the way you said it. It was like you said it's great for Can- like the Kansas. That's why I started laughing too. That's why you're laughing. Dude, it's great for the Kansas. What do you mean? It is good for the Kansas. I do agree. I love the Kansas. <laughs> I continue. Sorry. Oh, um, North Carolina. Obviously, blew the biggest lead I feel like you could ever blow in the last dance, basically. Uh, Mm -hmm. Very saddening for North Carolina. 
Um, I mean, I don't know what to say about them blowing that big lead other than, I guess, Kansas just wanted it more. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Mm. I mean, Love, that guy, what's his, what's his first name? Something Love. Caleb. Caleb, Caleb. Love, Mickey Mouse player, either goes oh. off or off. If you look at his stats, he goes off one game, the next game he goes off. I actually saw that in a scouting report, Ouch. He's not the biggest flaw is he's streaky. Yeah, he's streaky. I mean, if you look, I looked at it. I mean, he goes off against UCLA. Next game doesn't go off. Game after that goes off. Match, uh, last dance, the time you should go off doesn't go off. And he's shooting Steph Curry like three. <laughs> 40 feet behind the freaking three-point line. Bro, is Curry. what was that last possession, man, in the game? What was that last shot? What a shot it? That last shot was horrible. How was that your last shot in the national championship? It was so like, bad. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Like So bad. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. I mean, like, I don't know what else to say about that game other than... Also, also the court. Did you see that? <laughs> do you think it was the court that he got hurt? Did you guys see that on Twitter? Or do no. You think yeah, the, just, the, like, floorboard, the floorboard's just coming up on the on the court. What the? Really? What's his name? Ba- that, that one play where Baycott, whatever, how do you say his name? The center and, when, yeah, he got, Baycock, or when he got hurt, like the floor caved in and his ankle twisted. What the? Yeah, that's how he got hurt at the end. Crazy. But I was wondering if the floors like are always like that with big players or like, like does that always happen when they just caught it or like was that like just a fuck up? No, I mean, I dude, sure. the floor, like the floorboard, completely came off the court. Yeah, like, it looked weird. It was insane. I mean, oh. sorry, I'm writing over unders for because that could have been the difference, honestly, in the game if he would have stayed healthy. Even though it was like in the very end. Well, he, I mean, he's their best, like their best big man underneath. You know, like he, yeah, that was in the crunch time, especially too. The way that happened, I mean, yeah, that was such a last shitty like. Three possessions for North Carolina. Oh, like, I know. It was just so bad. Like, the shot, and then that lefty when they got the long rebound, like, his shot was bad. I was like, bruh. Dude, it was they just, just completely – they did it, the classic college basketball, like, completely forget how to play basketball at the end. They mm-hmm. completely panicked. Totally, like, at, going a million miles an hour – Honestly, from the, the point where they blew the lead, they never yeah. found stride the whole game. Never. And usually, like, you'll have the games where a team blows a lead, but at the end, they'll kind of round back into shape. They mm-hmm. never recover from blowing that lead. You could tell that they were rattled the rest of the way. Baycott gets hurt. Like, Caleb Love isn't really playing that well. What's that? The white dude's name, too? He was kind of, like, not oh, seeing him. Yeah, he, he didn't really do anything then. No, he did nothing at the beginning. He had a couple threes in the middle, and at the end, he disappeared again. Yeah. They just, like, weren't even running plays at that point. Like, it was just, like, Baycott got hurt, and then they were just, like, all every man for themselves, kind of. Oh, yeah. I mean, Kansas got to give – I mean, props to Kansas. They never panicked the whole game. They stayed uh, with Kansas, it. The Kansas. The Kansas. The Kansasins. The Kansas. What do you call them? Kans- <laughs> a Kansasin? A Kansasin? A Kansanite? A Kansanite. A Kansan. A Kansan, there you go. A, a good I don't know if Kansan. that's right. <laughs> Jose, that sounded right, so I'll just roll with it. But, I mean, 
they never panicked the whole game. They stuck with it. I mean, I definitely feel like they were the best team down the stretch. I don't know if they were the best team all year, but definitely at the end, they were the best team. I think they deserved to win that game. You know, I didn't know this, but before a COVID tourney, they were actually the number one seed too, like projected to be like the top overall. So, I mean, yeah. I think it was like a couple years coming for them, like making it to the ship. Oh, yeah. I mean, what's, what's the coach's name, South? He always has like a good team, like every like six years. They have like a really good team. <clears throat> I mean, he's an elite coach. I mean, he recruits well. He gets good. They got good transfers too. They got Remy Martin over from Arizona State. Like they, yeah, they definitely rounded into shape this year. And I think good title win for Bill Self. He definitely is on a, a short list now, guys with two. So, I mean, Self Self's going now. Good for him. What did you What did you feel about um, what's his face a Jogby? Oh yeah. How How many points? How many did he put up at the end? I don't. I don't point? know. I feel like it was like eighteen or something like that, but I honestly like he was good, but I I wasn't that impressed with him to be honest. No, I was gonna I was just gonna say like that team I didn't I didn't watch them and be like this guy's the alpha and the clear difference maker, you know? No, he yeah, had twelve same. points. Oh, 12. Okay, 12. Yeah, yeah, that's in a title game. I feel like that's non-existent almost. That's not yeah. existent. It's I, non-existent. I mean. It's hard to critique tell- at the end of the day. What were you gonna say? I mean, hard to critique at the end of the day when you know Kemp's did win, but you know, definitely expected more, more out of him. Yeah, it's like you know he's good, but like everyone was like, I keep seeing reports now that like he did so well in like the tournament, like he's like projected top ten. I'm like, what I saw, it was just like he was good, but like. A good college player. Like I don't know if that transitions to really pro. Is he not? Is he not in the Gary's scoreboard media projected top ten? Is that what you're saying? Mm, probably not. But I was high on him at the beginning of the year. Okay. But like this tournament, he just wasn't that impressive for me. Okay. My God, dude! I just looked back. Caleb Love shot five from twenty-four from the field. Exactly. Oh my what I God. He mouse. That is Mickey insane. Mouse. He was one of one of one of eight from three, five of twenty-four from the field. That's insane. That's tough. Wow. That is insane. I'm last dance. Last dance. Pants like. Dude, damn. that is insane. That's insane. Your last college game and you miss nineteen shots. That's Jesus. insane. I mean, going back to I don't even know how you pronounce his last name. Oh God. Ogabja, Ogabja. I don't even know how you say it. Yeah, he only shot. Like he's only he was four not field. So I mean, it's not like he shot a whole a whole lot. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you can't shoot a lot when you're freaking point guard shooting twenty three shots. No, in Kansas. That's oh, Kansas. Kansas. My bad. Yeah, like even like Brady Manick didn't even shoot that much. He was only four of eight from the field, three of six from no. three. I mean, he was. That's, that's what I mean. He was shooting good, but like he just wasn't there. Like I was like, dude, why doesn't well, they run 13. some? Jesus, I didn't even look at this stat line. Man, I got thirteen boards. Baycott went fifteen, fifteen. So I don't that's know. I think solid. if if Caleb Love has a better game when Carolina's up, I don't even think Kansas gets back in the game. I yeah. think Carolina cruises. Yeah, Kansas is a they're a they're a detailed team. Like 
if you miss shots against a team like Kansas and team like Bill Self coaching, you're not going to win a game like that. You're mm. like Kansas is not going to beat themselves. So if you're beating yourself, so that's a game <laughs> that Kansas is going to win. A team like Kansas, you know. Yeah, true. But moving on from national championship game onto the final four, Coach K ends up making it to the final four. However, loses to his arch rival North Carolina again in one season. Walks away with no title. Everyone felt like he was going to walk away with a title this year because it was his last dance, I guess you could say, of the season. Gary, how do you feel that this Duke squad couldn't win on his last home game and can't get him a title in his last season? Couldn't do shit for him. Couldn't do anything for him. I think his recruiting in the past years, like he's gotten like the big dudes. Okay. But, like, he's really – it's either, like, he hits home, like, with his recruiting, or it's, like, a complete strikeout. Okay. Like, the guys he recruited, like, the Baseball. last, like, five years. Like, Boncaro, good, Zion, RJ Barrett. But then you'll get, like, guys like Roach. Uh, Cam Reddish was not good at Duke. Like, just dudes, like, you expect them to be, like, how they rank, like, top 20 in the high school, and they, like, right. suck at Duke. I don't know if that's to do with his coaching or I don't know. Maybe he just got old, didn't really care as much, but yeah. Dylan, how do you feel? I was very happy. This was a great weekend. Um, you know, <laughs> WrestleMania was on. I, I, I was all over WrestleMania. And then I had dual TVs. I had WrestleMania. And then I had the funeral of Coach K on the other TV. Oh. It was amazing. It was a great Saturday. <laughs> um, you know, Saturdays are for the boys. And there's nothing that's more for the boys than watching Coach K um, get put in a coffin. So just a great weekend. Um, I mean, it's tough because I want to talk good about Carolina and then they just blew a lead the other night. But like that game Saturday night, I mean, that's one of those games that we'll be talking about for a long time. Just Duke and Carolina, the mm-hmm. idea of them playing in the final four, it's never happened. They've never been playing in the tournament, which is crazy that it happened like this. I definitely thought Coach K was going to, I thought they were going to win for sure. So that was a welcome surprise to see Carolina take that one. Did you wear black that day to show that you were there for Coach K's funeral? That you knew? I wore all black. I have to pay respects. Got to pay respects. Pay respects to the goat. Yeah. Rip in the chat. Rip in the chat for Coach K, fallen brother. He's he's the only goat that's alive. Mm. You mean in basketball? Yeah. Coaching, college, college basketball. He's the only goat that's alive? Yeah, it's Bobby Knight, Coach K, and John Wooden. And then the rest. <laughs> Jimmy V is also dead. So, Wait, Garrett, how do you feel that Coach K will go down when you're looking at Has the Duke, goat. Right? The greatest rival of Duke is North Carolina. His last two games against North Carolina – he gets absolutely bludgeoned in his last home game, and then he loses to them in the final four. Eh, care. His... North Carolina lost to. <laughs> care back with the. Kansas. That's his legacy. No one, is... no one is gonna remember. No one will remember North Carolina losing to Kansas. Yes, everyone they will. will no, everyone's gonna remember Carolina beating Duke. Because watch, when this coach is still there in twenty years at North Carolina, they're gonna look back at it. When he's back in like five final fours. They're going to be like, remember that one year this coach? I don't even know the coach's name for North Carolina. The black guy? Wasn't that like the biggest lead 
like they blew. Yeah, that was the biggest choke ever. Biggest you cannot tell choke well, in, a, in the national telling, championship. In ten years, that more people will remember the Duke Kansas title game than Duke Carolina playing in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Yeah. That is, <laughs> there is that is blasphemy. There is no way in ten years that people will. If you ask someone, which do you remember? Duke, Carolina, Final Four, Coach K losing his last game, or Carolina, that's Kansas like, playing in the game? That's like saying, do you remember Ryan Zimmerman's last game, or do you remember the Nationals' last like game? The last you just said you just said goat. I'm not talking about Ryan Zimmerman. Some hey, he's the Nationals' goat. He's the Nationals' goat. <laughs> I think the I think the goat. biggest like lead like choke. Is gonna be more remembered. Yeah. Do you remember the Falcons Patriots or do you remember Julian Edelman's last game? What do you remember that as? <laughs> I'm not talking about Edelman. We're not talking about some middle of the road coach. We're talking about Coach K. Yeah, the goat. Come on, say it. The goat. <laughs> he's not the goat, but he's definitely remembered as a legend. He's a legend. He I'll say it. Yes. He's a legend. Legends but he's also are a clown. goats. He's a clown. He's the I don't know how you can look at that face. My goat. He's yeah, the every NBA player thought he was goaded. He literally coached the gold medal teams. Mm. Look at that face. How could you say that's my goat? Are you unpatriotic, like- Dylan? Do you not like Team USA? You don't want them to win gold? <laughs> no, dude. I'm a, I'm a players over coaches. This guy I'm hates America. This guy wanted the this guy wanted the Gasol brothers to beat the U.S. in the final. <laughs> you cannot tell me in five to ten years that more people will remember the Carolina Kansas. The choke. Game it's Carolina. a choke. Yes, they will. But that's not memorable. That's not more memorable than Duke Carolina Duke Carolina Final Four. There's they, no okay, way. Put this way. They're gonna remember. They're gonna be like, oh, Coach K was close, and I bet anything, it won't be like, oh, North Carolina beat him. Because if it was the coach before, what's his name? Uh, Roy old. Oh, yeah. It, if, yeah. if it was Williams, then people would be like, oh, he beat him in his last year. But it was oh, – oh, It's Carolina name? Duke. That's bigger than any coach. Carolina nah. Duke's the biggest – Nah, co- there's been bigger coaching rivalries. I'm not saying coaching rivalries. I'm saying Carolina Duke is the biggest rivalry in college. I don't, I don't think no. it was that big of a deal, though. Just... Okay, Jose and Oach. There is no rivalry in college basketball that is greater than Duke Carolina. Come on. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just. I mean, saying, that's like... like what you think of, I guess, when you think of like. Yeah, that's what that's what literally what you think of when you think of college basketball. It's like those two teams. Yeah. I think of Dude, ASU I'm... versus Arizona. I mean, that's also a great yeah. point. Garrett, get out of here! This is absolutely <laughs> blasphemy talking from you. If you, I would go outside even college basketball. I would say Duke Carolina is a top five rivalry in sports. <laughs> what? Top five? In all of sports, I, you probably go. No, Packers, I don't Bears. think so. All yeah. of sports? Could, I can name any Packers. soccer rivalry, and it gets more average viewers than the yeah, Duke I, North Carolina. That's countries, bro. Get out of here. No. He's talking Spain? about America. He's talking about America. Okay, if you're talking American sports, then I could talk to you. If you're talking America. biggest no, it's viewership, sports. no, then it doesn't even compare. Soccer gets like billions of viewers for one game. Man City, Man U. Yeah, yeah like City, Man U, Real Madrid, Real Barcelona. Barcelona. Uh, Those are the two of the biggest in the I, world. You go online and look up biggest rivalry in sports, I guarantee you Duke Carolina will be top five. Any I don't sports. think so. 
I need to look this up. Let's see. Let's look it up. It's Packers, Bears, Red Sox, Yankees, Carolina, Duke. I don't even and Lakers, Celtics. Maybe I don't know. I don't. That's not that hot of a rivalry anymore. That's still a classic one. That's still a classic one. We're on (laughs) bro. What is this called? Brunetica. Bleacher Report for this. Uh, Brunetica. Yeah, Brunetica, and there is Duke versus North Carolina. There's one website. Top one hundred most hated rivalries in the sport. I will scroll all the way to the bottom. No, no, no. This Bleacher Report is more accurate. Mm. Yeah, top one hundred rivalries. More accurate. Yeah, they're number. It has them number ten. But you know it's number five. Real Madrid, well, Barcelona. Real. <laughs> Finland versus Sweden. I mean, that's a big Finland one. That's a big one for the Swedish. The Swedish people love that. Right, right. We, it's going. It, it gets uh, the people. Oh shit! Did I miss the stuff? Swedes, bro. Yeah, come on, Garrett. This list is Mickey Mouse. Dude, you know cricket actually has like a huge viewership. It's yeah, the, it it's the third Dude. biggest. In the, the cricket national championship. People right. love I learned cricket. that out. Moving on from the college basketball world into the baseball world. People love baseball. Vision. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, this order is no particular order. It's just the order that I could find the teams in that order. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, first team up with the most hype around this offseason. And the whole East Division. The New York Mets. Mm. Eight and a half. They've added big arm. Mad Max, obviously, dealing with some shoulder issues. You got DeGrom being shut down for about half the year right now. But you got also Mark Hanna coming in. Starling Marte coming in. I mean, you got... Good squad going. Got Lindor at shortstop. Lost Javi Baez. Lost some bullpen arms. <laughs> Trevor May still there. Lost Dylan Batanzas. He's gone. But On the Dodgers. Have... Yep. Comeback season. Yes. Oh, do you know how uh, John Boy does the TPPs and how they break them down? Uh, why yeah. don't Why don't we do Why don't we do like Jose does pitching, Garrett does the lineup. So we'll do, we could like split it like that. Okay, so how they do it. Who's this pitching? I'll so be pitching. Garrett pitching. wants pitching. So every right. team, like, we'll, we'll take it to Garrett. Garrett will do the pitching. You want lineup, Jose? Yeah, I can do lineup. So then we'll lineup, or do you want pen? Uh, I do. Actually, I can do bullpen. Is pitching. So why don't you take pen? I'll take. Um, so Garrett does the starting rotation. Jose's got pen. I'll take lineup, and then Oach does who came in and who left. And then we'll wrap it up with over unders at the end. Okay. So right. the arm build machine. The arm barn. Yeah, the arm barn. Don't call it bullpen, Dylan. You're offending Peter. All right. So their their uh, rotation is Scherzer, obviously Degrom, Bassett, Cookie Carrasco, uh, McGill, and uh, Taiwan Walker, and. But DeGrom and Scherzer are obviously hurt right there, so, yeah. Why oh, didn't Penn, too? No. Just do the rotation nah. and then, like, break it. Like, what, where do you – just, like, break it down a little bit. 
Right, we can just um, talk about the rotation. Yeah, I mean, Bassett was pretty good last year. He had a 3-1-5 ERA in 27 starts. Scherzer obviously is good, but had arm injuries, and he has lingering injuries into this year. Carrasco kind of came back, but he had uh, location issues last year, if I remember correctly, and didn't really find his like footing. Uh, Megill, 4-5 ERA, and Talon Walker was doing really good until second half of the year, so... That's where their rotation kind of stands, like kind of shaky as of right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good rotation, but I mean, yeah, it's just injuries is what's going to hold like rotation back. I mean, when they're when they're healthy, that I mean, the top three to four might be the best in baseball. Yeah, there's. I mean, we're saying it like Degrom, sure. I mean, it's undoubtedly the best one two in baseball. Degrom and Scherzer when they're healthy. And yeah, like, Bassett is really good and. The first half, Tyler Walker was like an elite pitcher too. Yeah. Carrasco, and Carrasco's your five, and Neagle are right there too. I mean, that's a that's a good rotation. They just got to biggest thing with them. They just got to get healthy. Yeah. What you guys I, think the Grom's gonna be able to like? No. Sorry, okay. you don't think? <laughs> I was just gonna say, do you think the Grom could like do what he does for like a whole season, like healthy? Dude, it's, it's looking like it's not possible at this point. I mean, that's great. probably putting like an insane toll on his body, <laughs> like throwing that hard. Like, I've I've been hearing from like these dudes on Twitter that Degrom needs uh, Tommy John. Like he's just really? like prolonging it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing that too. I mean, you saw it earlier. I don't remember if it was in the off season or the big or at the end of the season. Where remember he had a MRI and they they asked him like, "Oh, how does your MRI look?" And he says, oh, my elbow looks fine. Stuff like that, right? Like, obviously, there's a lot of concern on what's going on with his elbow because that's the main concern, and that's where Tommy John happens. It's it's in your elbow. And for the reporters to know that shit is going behind the scenes of this MRI, like, it's kind of obvious. Like, like once you're losing like feeling in your elbow and you're like having problems with your elbow, it's Tommy John. Like we all know it's a baseball like it's not a baseball secret anymore. It's Tommy John. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it just it seems like at this point it's so it sucks because like the beginning of last season, those first like two months, he was literally so elite. It was insane. Every every start he had was like can't miss. Like I had to watch it. <coughs> what he was doing with people. It was crazy. He was and not only that, like he was their best hitter too at one point. Yeah. The guy was just completely yeah, on another level. It sucks that it seems like injuries are gonna derail him from like a full season of greatness. But I really, really hope that he can. I mean, at least get healthy. <laughs> if, I guess if you're a Mets fan, it'd be better to have him injured at the beginning of the season than at the end of the season. If you can have him for the playoff push, because they fell off when he when he went out last year, they were done. They took yeah, it was time. over. Yeah, it was over. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. They just—he's got to stay healthy at the top. I think Max Scherzer is uh, also going to be a big person to stay healthy too, because it seems like he's having some issues now, and like he's getting up there in age. I mean, he was lights out last season at the Dodgers, like insane. So, I mean, we know he still has it, but I mean, if like age is going to be an issue, like that's going to be tough for the Mets. They paid him a lot of money. Oh, and I didn't know Taiwan Walker's hurt right now too. 
Yeah, he is. Yes. M- McGill is the opening day starter. Yeah. Yeah, McGill's going opening day. Um, Damn. And then, I mean, we can just break, break down the lineup real quick. They got – I mean, they, they have a great lineup in terms of guys. Like, they have the potential here. They got Nimmo. They got Starling Marte that came in. Lindor. Alonzo's going to hit. You know, it seems like he's on pace for 40 every year now, 40 bombs. Cano, they got him slotted kind of DH. They even talked about playing Cano a little bit at first. They wanted DH, Pete Alonzo. They got Eduardo a third, McNeil, Canna, James McCann. I mean, and they they have some good bench bats too that they like in Dom Smith and JD Davis. So they have a bunch of guys. On paper, the lineup looks really good. But it's gonna be if you can get a plus here out of Lindor, if Marte can come over and do what he did, and then if you can I mean, if Pete Alonso can keep the production and that the guys at the end can just do their part. It looks like a really good roster. I mean, if the rotation stays healthy and the lineup plays up to what they can, they I mean, this team can win the division. They're, I know the Braves are there, but, like, they can definitely compete for sure. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this lineup could, like, go toe-to-toe with the Braves. I mean, there's a lot of depth here. There's some, there's some boppers in the lineup, like Pete Alonso. He's actually, like, really good, actually. Kind of underrated among first basemen. Right, so, yeah. But I just need Lindor to get right again. He kind of figured it out a little at the end of the year. Like, against that Yankee series, like, yeah, yeah. like prime Ash. Lindor. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, we saw, like, glimpses of it. Let's see if he could just, like, get back to it, you know? And then yeah, um, Eduardo Escobar, Mark Cannon, those are huge pickups. So yeah. I, like, I like the Mets. It's just, are they going to actually do it, though? Yeah. Yeah. Seems like some Mets stuff just happens to them every year. Yeah. So we, we'll go – I mean, I'll, I'll kick it off then. Um, I mean, 88 and a half is a lot. Uh, I'm going to go under just because I don't I don't know if the pitching staff is going to stay healthy. I really don't know. Um, it seems like some Mets stuff happens to them every year. I still think they're going to be like a, a competing team, and they'll probably win. I think they're going to win games in the 80s. I just don't think they win 89-90. Yeah, I'm going to go under. Also, I, we didn't really go through the bullpen, but I mean, there's not much there. I mean, Edwin Diaz, like he's been shaky for the seems like past two seasons. Terrible. He's their closer. Seth Lugo's good. They got out of Vino, but he's getting a little bit up there in age. Trevor Mays solid. Trevor Williams was solid. So they got Joelle from the Yankees. I don't know. I just don't think they have the bullpen to really solidify themselves to 88 and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the under as well because I and we're going to go over the team later. I see the Phillies finishing above them, so that's why I'm taking yeah. the under as well as they had a good offseason, but the offseason pitcher that they got is already injured, basically. He's already suffering with injuries as Mets are being Mets before the season even starts. So that's horrible for them as well as... You could tell the Mets are just desperate at this point just to get games in, and I think it's going to bite them in the butt as early on. I think early on this week, they tried trading for Chris Paddock, who has showed no potential to make improvement to his game in the pitching ability and for them to reach and go for a dying prospect to get someone in the starting pitching rotation instead of relying on their farm system, I believe is going to hurt them truly, and it's going to hurt them very badly so under here 
Yeah, I'm also I'll keep it short. I'm just going under. I don't really like their lineup that much. Like you're like banking on a lot of bounce back guys, and also I really think Degrom like sadly won't pitch like more than like 80 innings this year. If I think that. yeah, like he's gonna limit himself in himself in innings. I think. And if he doesn't pitch, here. that's like that's like 15 wins probably out the window if he doesn't yeah. pitch like 12 to 15. Mm-hmm. Contract yeah. year for him next year. You think he's not gonna try to like save his arm for next year? Yeah. So, moving on, we'll keep the same roles. Braves over under ninety one and a half. We'll stick with the lineup going on to Dylan. Lineup for Braves, reigning World Series. All right. Obviously, like heralded as one of the best in baseball, it's them and the Dodgers is one A and one B. Um, I mean, the world's World Series MVP, Eddie Rosario up top. Then you got Ozzie Albies, Matt Olson, the new first baseman that they traded for from Oakland. Austin Riley, Marcelo Zuna back from his suspension. Um, they got slot in the DH. I mean, it's they'll probably be moving some guys around, but they got Dickerson there from San Francisco. Duvall out in the outfield. You got Dansby at short. Darno back behind the plate. Um, and then they got a couple good – obviously, the man – who makes his team go, that'll be back soon, Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, and then a couple bench bats they got. They did get the goose <laughs> from Anaheim. They got Gosselin. Phil Gosselin is brave now. Um, and then they got um, Heredia on the bench too, and then Brock Holt. I mean, those are – they're going to be, you know, those aren't the guys that make it go. This lineup, we all know what it can do. It's a, probably the best in baseball. I would – I think that's them and the Dodgers, you know, take your pick who you think is the best in baseball. Um, especially once they get Acuna back, I don't know how you, how you beat these guys. Um, yeah, go ahead, Garrett. <clears throat> they're starting pitching rotation, according to Fangraphs. Freed, Morton, Anderson, you know, uh, Soroka, and Wright Davidson kind of splitting that next role. But Ian Anderson's hurt right now. Soroka is coming off injury, still hurt right now. And Morton is coming off the broken leg. So, again, another great, I'd say great starting rotation, but it's just kind of limited by injuries again. I will say Ian Anderson should be back by opening day. Or he's, like, scheduled to still make his start because it was just, like, a blister. It was just, like, a blister. So he should be good. But, yeah, I agree, though. A lot of injuries there. Hey, we've seen blisters before with Rich Hill. We have Mm -hmm. seen. Those are real. Jesus Christ. And Walker Bueller. Yeah. Those guys with the blisters. It's because they weren't using spider tech at the time. That's why. We got a blister on his toe. Yeah. That hurts. I got a blister on the toe one time. Remember Arizona, Jose? My blister on my toe. Oh, yeah, I do. That's horrible. But uh, going with these Braves, obviously, I'll mention my over under first. This is a very good team. Obviously, they did their face of the franchise player dirty by not mentioning that they're going to not re-sign them, basically, and go for someone younger and someone who, I guess, doesn't who strikes out more. Freddie Freeman doesn't strike out as much as Olsen. But to see that this team got better, essentially, because there's a lot of guys coming off the IL, right? They didn't have to make really any off-season moves. They lost Pache, but Pache really showed the potential. <laughs> like either and he was heartbroken which 
Like, dude, it's God, he was so heartbroken. So heartbroken. So, like, Peshe, come on, get over it. You're going. Damn, you're at, at least he got his ring. Yeah, yeah he sure. got his ring. Got his ring. But to see this team got better and not by signing people. It's by getting people off the IL. You get a Cunha back. You go, like, we mentioned it all before. Easy over, I say. Hopefully they stay healthy because that's what I'm kind of banking on, that they stay healthy because that's what makes this team so good. Uh, I'll just yeah, I mean, the I'll... Whole pin real quick. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. What? Because it's loaded. I said go through the bullpen because it's loaded. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they picked up Kenley Jansen, and then we <laughs> saw Will Smith and Matzik in October. They were really good. Luke, Jats- Luke Jackson, who was also kind of shaky for them, but pretty solid. He's on the 60-day IL, so that's kind of hurt. A.J. Minter was good. Darren O'Day. Uh, they got Colin McHugh also from the Rays. He was He's pretty solid, so that's a pretty solid pickup. This is a really good bullpen. He's a dog. Like, this is a solid bullpen. Like they got Kenley Jansen to make it that much better. He's still really good. So I think this is probably one of the better bullpen, probably the best bullpen in the division. One of the best in the NL. Oh yeah, I mean they're loaded to get to get McHugh and Jansen and add them to that bullpen. I mean, come on, that's insane. Yeah, that's it's like yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be tough, dude, because the rotation is kind of like all hurt right now, but when you got a bullpen like this, like they're going to pick up the slack like threes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll kick it off. I mean, I'm I'm going to go over. I think they win the NL East. I think they definitely – last year in the middle of the season, they hit a lull. They did not look like a good team, especially after what they did in 20, making it to the NLCS. Probably should have won that series against the Dodgers up 3-1. Um, but after what they did there – they hit a lull in the middle of the season. I don't think that happened this year. I think they're ready to go. I think you had guys that were hurt last year or weren't on the team that are on the team that adds a little juice. Um, I think they go over 91 and a half. Well, they hit a lull because they got injured. Cunningham got hurt in the middle of the year. Well, I mean, yeah, they got hurt, and there was just certain guys. Like, Freed didn't hit his stride till the middle of the year. Charlie Morton didn't really hit his stride till the middle of the year. Then, no, yeah, like they took a little bit and it took it was like those moves they made at the deadline also. Like yeah. once they got that whole new outfield, like it was a Charlie whole new Bob team. And the pearls. Yeah, I'm gonna go over to same reason because you said just like last year, they, they they kind of were slow. I feel like even if same thing happens this year, like if Acuna's not the same and like they can't get the rotation healthy, I just think the front office just knows what they're doing to like still be competitive. And still get over like ninety one. So I'm they won eighty eight games last year, though. So I feel like they're better this year, though. Oh yeah, I think they're so. a lot better this year in yeah. terms of who they've added. Guys, like think about the jolt that they're gonna get when Acuna comes back. You know, like that's just and Matt I Olson rakes. Olson rakes. I mean, and they got like Austin Riley again. Like mm-hmm. this is a good lineup. I think they could do it. Yeah, Fun. I'm, gonna, I'm going over too. Keep it simple. Just over. Good team. <laughs> Fun fact. Based on last year's win-loss compared to their over-under right now, if the same thing happens all over again, they all hit under. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. That's a fun fact. It's a fun fact of the day. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Moving on to Florida. Miami, Florida. The Miami Marlins over-under 75 and a half. Derek Jeter, 
out of there, but mm-hmm. who is in there starting rotation? Garrett, take it away. Wait, sorry, what team is this? Miami? Miami. <laughs> Damn, I almost had a sick transition. Here you are. I got the lineup right here if you want me to roll through that, and then you can hit the rotation. Yeah, go, go lineup. All right. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, not a lot of, like, like star names, but I think <laughs> – have some decent like pieces there, like Chisholm. I don't, I don't know what you think of Jazz Chisholm. Um, he's there. He's got a lot of flash. They brought in Jorge Soler, who got super hot at the end there. Um, <clears throat> Cooper's hit third. They got Abisal Garcia, Jesus Sanchez, Aguilar, Brian Anderson, Jacob Stallings, and Rojas. Miguel Rojas. I don't know. This team's not going to be. They're not going to wow you with offense. I think where they're, where they can have the potential to win games is what Garrett's going to tell you here with their rotation. And their rotation, uh, Sandy Alcantara, of course, everyone's – I've been reading a lot. Everyone's saying he's, like, poised for, like, being even better than he was last year. And he was already really Definitely. good last year. Yeah. Uh, Pablo Lopez, solid pitcher. Trevor Rogers, solid. Probably going to get better, both of them. Um, Elizer Hernandez, he's currently – or I don't know if that's a short stint, though. Um, Jesus Lazardo and – Sixto Sanchez and Edward Cabrera kind of splitting the tail end of the six men. I think that's a pretty solid rotation. Like, I, I think they'll like steal games. I think they'll nah. steal games based on their rotation. Marlins are one of yeah. my favorite rotations, bro. Like, they're all really young. They're all like dudes. <clears throat> like, it's going to be fun watching this rotation. Even Max Meyer might be called up for a couple innings later on. Yeah, that guy's nasty, too. So, like, the Marlins really have something with, with this young rotation. Like <coughs> this this rotation could like definitely carry like a franchise for a really long time if they do it right, which we'll see if that happens. Even well, even their offseason pickups, I feel like we're super underrated though. Like Garcia, Wendell. Yeah. Uh, like I feel like yeah. it was just kind of solid. Them. Even Soler, like, I like those Soler. yeah, Soler. They got him late. Like they barely just got him a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think this team could, like, definitely be a team where, like, they're going to pick up some games against the Braves and against the Mets. Like, they're not going to be like the Marlins where you're just like, all right, we're going to Miami. It's like three-game sweep. Like, mm-hmm. this, this, the, the rotation's, like, for real. Yeah, I definitely think that they're going to – Marlins are going to be a team that steals a lot of games, like, like what they just said, against big teams. The only thing that sucks for them is their division is loaded. With yeah. Some, yeah. At the top. But, again, if your pitching does what it's supposed to do, good pitching beats good hitting. I think they might be able to steal some games against them. Well, I was also going to say, though, the only thing that sucks, too, is, like, since they don't have, like, the best team, like, if there's, like, any little injury, like, it happened last year because I I had Paulo Lopez in fantasy, like, they're going to put them on, like, a stint on, like, the IL. Like, any little injury, like, they're not going to want to risk it with one of their young pitchers. They'll just put them on the IL, which will kind of suck. Well, it's also saddening to see Derek Jeter leave that front office because uh, early on, early on, people were like questioning, like, what is this guy doing? Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He belongs on the field and not the office. And then you look at this roster now, where it's like, holy crap, actually, Jeter kind of knew what he was doing, but now he's gone. So it's like, Jesus, do them, does Miami ever leave the rebuilding phase? Because. Jeter obviously left for that reason. I believe he wanted to spend more money than they did this offseason. I feel like he was put in handcuffs, and obviously 
no one puts Jeter in handcuffs. We all know that. So most likely that's why he's leaving. I must say the over-under again first. I'm going to go under due to the fact that they only won 67 games last season. And 76 games, even though I do believe they have a good squad, like Dylan said, they're not going to hit much. And as Garrett said, if somebody just shows any slight injury proneness, they're going to obviously put you on the IL, and I think that cost them some games. So under for me. I'm also going to say under just because I just don't think they're going to be that good, but they'll be okay. Yeah, I'm also under. I'm going to go – it's a tough one, uh, but I'm going to go under just because I think that the Braves the Braves and Phillies are going to be that top top of the division race, and I think you're going to get to a point where they can't afford to lose games to the Marlins and to the Nats. So I think that's why – that's the only reason I'm going to go under. I think they're a year away. With that pitching, if they can get some guys in the lineup, like they can compete the next couple of years, but I'm just going to go under this year. That's what I was going to say. It feels like they're kind of just waiting for their, their window because they know the Phillies, the Mets, and the Braves like exist right now. So like, it doesn't really make sense for them to go like all in when like it's kind of tough as it is. Wow. So. Yeah. Speaking about the Phillies, moving on to the Phillies in Philadelphia. Over mm-hmm. 86 and a half with the reigning MVP Bryce Harper in the outfield, as well as who is the other eight in their lineup right now, Dylan? So, I mean, we just talked about the Braves. I think Braves and Dodgers are one-two for lineups. I mean, I don't know what you guys think. This might be three. Um, I mean, I know the – I'd put, probably put the Red Sox right outside there too. Um, and obviously, I think the Jays are right there. That's a top, round out the top five. But, I mean, at their highest potential, this lineup should be able to mash against anyone. Schwarber comes over from the Red Sox, and then obviously he's with with the Nats before that. Schwarber comes over. Uh, they got Ramuto behind the plate. The reigning MVP hitting third, Bryce Harper. Uh, Castellan- brought in Castellanos from Cincinnati. Got Hoskins, Segura. You got Didi. Um, and then right after just the last two, you got Verling and Bryson Stott. Um, and then on the bench, Alec Bohm's another one. Got a lot of playing time last year. Um, he's on the bunch. And then Odubel Herrera, I think, is injured right now. But Odubel. At their highest potential, this offense is a top one in baseball, and they should be able to really, really hit with the best of them. Yeah, the lineup's uh, nasty. Moving yeah. on to the starters, even their starting pitching is pretty nasty. You got Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Kyle Gibson. Ranger Suarez, Zach Effin. Uh Wheeler's on a short little stint, I believe, on the IL. But outside Small. of that, Nola is beast. Yes, sir. Zach Wheeler. I didn't even know Zach Wheeler, like, the year he had. I was watching, like, a Draft McMark video, like, the other day. And I just realized, like, I underrated him so much because he had a sick year last year. Oh, he, he was, was really good last year. He had, like, two yeah. com- – like, he was shoving – yeah, and, yeah. Even and the amount of innings he went to. Yeah, that lineup will be filthy. I mean, like like Jose said, you you have three hundred and eighty inning guys from last year, and Gibson, Nola, and Wheeler. I mean, if they can stay healthy, that's and you that's get into huge. a playoff series lineup like that and a rotation like that. The only thing that worries me would be the pen, Jose. 
Yeah, that pen is a little suspect. I mean, they picked up Knable. He was okay. For, he was, I don't know, I was mixed with him on the Dodgers. I feel like he always gave up a run every time he came in. I don't know how you feel about him, Garrett. But, I mean, they picked him up. I mean, he's they have Brad hit, Hand. He I feels, feel like he's hit or miss. Yeah, it's like, I don't know which one I'm going to get. It's either, if his curveball isn't working, he's going to he get sucks. hit. Because other than that, it's a fastball. So, I mean, we'll see. Brad Hand was atrocious last year. He's in yeah, the bullpen. They got Familia. I mean, he's kind of old, so we'll see. They got Santin Dominguez. I mean, he has really nasty stuff. So, it'll be interesting to see him back. Jose Alvarado, same thing. So, it's like these guys where you're like, you don't really know. So, I mean, it's like, a, it's like in the air, I feel like, in the bullpen for them. I just want to go off and say that the Phillies, the Phillies, the Phillies, the Phillies two years ago when they signed Wheeler for cheap was the greatest signing they have done because this guy is an ace. He shoves last year. He shoved. I think he had like two complete games. You don't see that nowadays for pitchers. Pitchers don't go complete games. And for this guy to go to complete games, eat 180 innings and not, he paid over, I believe, a hundred mil for his uh his like contract. He's like getting paid nothing compared to these big arms, and for him to be an ace is huge for them, as well as these top six hitters that he all two hundred thirteen innings. Two hundred thirteen innings. That's unheard of, folks. Very unheard of. I mean, I could pull up his contract right now, and I don't think it's anything compared to what these other guys are saying. Or paying, but going on to off a tangent, I'm gonna go over here over 86 and a half. This is an 88 win ball go, ball club right here. I'm gonna go under just because on one point we haven't touched on any other team is defense. Up and down, this is probably the worst defensive team it in is. MLB. Aside from yeah. Harper. There's not much defense going on on that team. And even Harper is kind of regressing. So, yeah, That's a really good point. Philly fans do not like D. No, yeah. Well, they they have a prospect coming up. I always forget his name. They're saying that he should be the shortstop over D right now. Like he's like ready. I forget who it is. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Jose just brought that as I was about to slam the over here. I'll still go over um, just because I think that they're going to hit. Um, they're gonna I don't know, match. though. Bullpen and defense Bullpen and defense scare me. I like the rotation a lot, um, and I like the lineup a lot. Um, I just think if they can give just an average defense and the bullpen can just string good outings along, I think I like the team. I don't think they win the division because I think the Braves do, but I think that they're going to be there right behind the Braves all year. I yeah, messed I'm, up. I'm, Sorry, Gary, I messed up on Zach Wheeler's con 118 mil for five years with making it 23. That's still cheap. That's just still cheap. cheap. For a pitcher. For an ace. For an ace. Yeah, for I'm going to go. Be cheap. What happened? What stuff he did last year. He what said. he did last year. That's insanely cheap. Mm. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go along with Dylan and say over because you can have a shaky bullpen and still get into the postseason. 
Like, you've, like, yeah. seen it happen before. And I think that their hitting is just too good. Like, I think Hoskins is going to have a breakout year this year. Like, I think he's due to hit some bombs. Dude, he's so, he's so fucking good. I'm so yeah. sad he got injured last year. They really needed him. Yeah, I I think he'll have a big year, and I think their two starters, Nola and Wheeler, will have like arguably almost better, if not the same years. So I'm going. If Nola could get back, if Nola could get back to like 2018, 2019, I think yeah, I will get the over. But if he's kind of like how he was last year, I don't really know. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say like they go like 88 wins. Like I don't know if they're like much above 86 or 87. Yeah. Moving on to the capital city of the United States, Nationals, Washington Nationals. Uh, I'm going to keep this short and simple. I'm not going to beat around the bush here. This is an easy under. They only have, they do have, they're going to trade them off to get prospects. That's it. You're just going to see Josiah Gray, Kieber Ruiz play a lot as well. But other than that, it's literally the Juan Soto show. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the lineup yeah. is the Juan Soto show. I forgot they signed Nelly Cruz. Um, it's a trade piece. Trade, trade, that, trade bait. Trade bait. Definitely. I mean, under, under 70 and a half. I mean, you got Josh Bell. He's been pretty solid. Pretty respectable. Like, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty good, actually. Potential to grow, I feel like. But, I mean, I don't think he'll get back to that insane first half a few years ago. Uh, yeah, I'm going to... S- I think I'm gonna hammer the under two. Although I'm I'm pretty high on Josiah Gray. I think he has good stuff. He kind of reminds me of like a Strowman type. Almost they have like really fast deliveries. They're they're quick workers. Like it's not super overpowering stuff. But I think Patrick Corbin honestly sucks. He really fell yeah, off I, like yeah. like he fell off the deep end, man. He he's pretty bad. So I'm that contract's looking atrocious right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, they can a bag. And for all the people saying like, "Oh my, how could he take the under so easily?" Let's put this in retrospect here, right? They got sixty-five wins last year, and that's with Scherzer, Trey Turner not being traded yet until the deadline. They got Josh Bell early on that season. I think Strasburg. I don't know if he was hurt in the beginning. Of he the was year. pretty much forever. Like. Dude, like they they lost so many key pieces in the trade deadline, and they still only managed to get sixty five wins. Now yeah. they have no pieces except Juan Soto and Josh Bell, but they're gonna get traded. So they bad. Bad. Moving on to the AL things, of sides, freaking one of two, Garrett's teams, the Yankees. Over under is ninety one and a half. Very, very. Big over under here for the Yanks. Garrett, what do you go ahead on your starting rotation with Severino coming back? It's Cole, Severino, Monty, Montgomery. Um, four will be Tyone, five, Nestor Cortez. But I think one of them get hurt and Luis Gill or Debbie Garcia comes up. Not Clark Schmidt. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not really high on that guy. He's okay, but I don't think he has like the factor. Garrett, I mean Garrett, Jose, how does the bullpen look for these Yanks here? I mean, the Yankees always have a really good bullpen. We know that. Still true. 
You got Chapman at closer. He's been falling off the last few years, but I mean, falling off. It's still a role as Chapman. Loarzaga is really good. Chad Green has been little little shaky for them. I know a lot of Yankees fans are mixed on that guy. Clay Holmes was pretty good. Dude, Peralta. He's gonna be the man. Yeah, I like him a lot. Another Pirates guy. And then Domingo Herman and Zach Brennan are in the IL, 60-day IL. So, I mean, it's not the insane Yankees bullpen we're used to, like the juggernaut, but it's still a dependable bullpen. So, that's going to be huge for them. Dylan, they're starting nine. So, a lot of moving pieces here on looking at this lineup versus last year. Um, There's no – I don't know if they're still going to re-sign Brett Gardner, but as of right now, there's no Brett Gardner. You have um, no Urshela. He's gone. No El Gary. He's gone. Um, Thank God. God damn, Gary sucked. He was good. But he, hey, El Gary hit, though. That was the thing. His defense sucked. Yes, I know that. But the guy hit. Dude, I don't Higashioka, know. seven homers in spring training. He's good. <laughs> he's feeling it, bro. You can't I've seen some of those homers, good. bro. Dude, the swing looks nasty. Dude, dude he's going. He's feeling. It. He's finally got his uh, his playing time. But yeah. you lose those guys. You bring in Donaldson. Obviously, you re-signed Rizzo, uh, getting him at the deadline. You kept Gallo. Obviously, got him at the deadline. So he he still hasn't really been there for that long. Um, and then Hicks obviously comes back from injury. You brought in, and then they brought in Kiner Falefa on the trade as well. Um, I mean. I, I definitely like – I think Donaldson and Rizzo is a clear upgrade to that infield. I would definitely have that over Urshela. Um, and I would – I think losing Urshela and then losing Gary, but then plugging it with Higashioka and, and Donaldson, I like that. And then obviously Connor Falefa, he's going to be great on defense. I don't know what he's going to provide to you, how much on offense. Um, I mean, he's clearly going to be a defensive guy. But, yeah. I mean, decent – and then you're going to have a platoon, you know, I, who knows what happens with Glaber. I mean, LeMahieu's there too. So it's going to be interesting. The outfield needs to stay healthy. I mean, you know what they can do when they're healthy. Um, Judge, Rizzo, and Gallo. Or Judge, Stan, and Gallo. So, I mean, probably the tallest outfield in uh, <laughs> history. <laughs> I mean, Huge. it's insane. I don't, yeah. Absolutely the monsters out there. But, um, six, 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 five, six, seven. That's insane. Like, that's absolutely insane how big these guys are on the outfield but again i mean i don't know what your guys's vibe on how would you compare this lineup to last year and the year before i personally like it a little more i don't know what you guys think agreed i say it's an upgrade i kind of like i'm not a fan but i liked your your uh your shella geo yeah or but you know getting donaldson like uh, obviously, Urshela is better defensively than Donaldson, but but barely. Um, I looked at the yeah, stats. Like barely, like Garrett said, but Donaldson fucking rakes. You know, yeah. this guy's getting old, but the guy still rakes. It's <coughs> just streaky. Like I get, you could say that, right, Garrett? Gio's just yeah. a hitter. He's streaky and like he's gotten worse like every year per se. Like he he wasn't getting better. Like if Donaldson. Stays the same, like that's fine. That's what we need him to do. And I think like keeping Rizzo was such a great move because like 
he, like you look at Rizzo and you could tell that guy's a Yankee guy. I mean, even when he was at Chicago, he was a clean shaven guy, didn't get into trouble, you know, stayed off social media really. You know, you could tell Rizzo was a Yankee guy and he belongs there. So I, I he looks comfortable playing in Yankee Stadium. It's comfortable, but uh, I don't know about the keeping the Gallo move. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, they traded for him, so like he's yeah. on the team. Contract, right? Yeah, yeah. contract. It's just so. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of high on Gallo this year. Really? Yeah, I think I, that with the short porch, if he adjusts to the stadium, I think he could really make some noise this year. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I need to see a full year of Gallo because I mean we've seen a lot of guys going to Yankee Stadium. They just struggle for that first like second that second half. Like Sonny Gray, he just didn't fit in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's gonna get a full season, a full season to do it there. I mean, him and yeah. Rizzo. I think mm-hmm. Rizzo will have a bounce, a good year. I thought he had an okay year last year. I think he'll be a little better this year. Um, it's just, I think the thing with Yankee fans is they were frustrated that you didn't get a Correa story or uh, Simeon upgrade in the middle infield or Seager. But I mean, I don't know. I don't hate Connor Falefa, especially if. Who's the shorts? Who's the prospect up the middle of that? They're two top Vol- prospects or shorts, right? Vlopin Praza. And, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I I understand it on that level. If you don't want to tie, they don't want to tie themselves down with a big contract at shortstop. If they, they, I mean, hey, they believe in these guys to come up. I don't know if they're going to be ready this year. I mean, I don't know. Are they going to be ready this year, Gary, or next there's, year? So there's three. We actually have three shortstop prospects. So one could be ready this year. Vlopi not this year, and Praza probably not this year. So, like, they might do a stopgap halfway in the year, plug in the guy who's ready. I forget his name. Maybe, like, Cabrera or something like that. So oh, might be Which, oh, yeah. If that's, the, Cabrera. if that's the case, I don't hate the Connor Falefa move because he's, yeah, he's the perfect guy stopgap in between. I mean, the only guy who I really wanted in the offseason was Story because I knew these other guys. I mean, in hindsight, Correa's one-year deal, like, fuck. That does suck. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah, that's, a, that's the him. hindsight. But I don't like Astros, so I didn't want him. Fuck the Astros yeah. still. <laughs> I think like, I don't understand why the Yankee fans like should be expecting like big time player contracts when it like it's rare. I mean, we yeah. haven't seen a big contract from the Yankees in a while. Like even when cool. Machado, when Machado, well, it was, was, was cool. That was it. Yeah, I mean, it was just cool, but like. It was obvious Cole, like you guys were going to secure Cole because you guys needed that ace, right? Yeah. That's what the Yankees were going to pay him. Was that ace. And Cashman, like, Cashman felt the, like, pressure, I guess. But, like, the Yankees aren't huge on putting big contracts. I mean, when Machado hit market, everyone thought Machado was going to go to the Yanks. That didn't happen. Like, it's just been a repeating cycle. But um, I will say I feel that Yankees fans are justified and being angry about that because you're seeing teams all around the league, they're spending money and they're winning. Like you have to spend money. Like yeah, the Yankees aren't going to spend money. Like not, they haven't done shit in the past like decade. Yeah. Judge, Why? Has, like, Judge hasn't even been extended yet. Think about that right now. Exactly. Judge, so so they, they spend money in the wrong places because we still have a big payroll. Because we're spending on stupid Zach Britton, 10 million. And you guys picked up that stand contract. That's huge. Oh, that was yeah. Huge. So I mean, that was massive. I don't know. I, I feel like so I'm gonna I, take I'll, the under I'll on this. Heard. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll take the under on this. I might sound like a hater, like 
typical Dodger fan, but like, I just don't think this is the Yankee lineup that's gonna like go crazy this season. And 91 wins is a lot. AL East is loaded. They won 92 I mean, games last year. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, Glaber, I don't know about him. I mean, you got Higgy catching. I mean, we were joking, but I mean, he hasn't been much of a hitter. Kiner Falefa, short. He's a different Higgy now. And like, another thing, who's, who's going to play center out of these? Like, who's in center right now? Judge. Judge playing center and then oh, Stan's going to be in the outfield? They're actually saying Judge in center, yeah. Oh so Stan's playing outfield this year? Mm hmm. So, I mean, now you got Stan no, in the outfield. Stanton's splits were better when he played left field than DHing. Okay, well, that's interesting then. Yeah, that's it's I mean, weird. We'll have to see. There's a lot of like things, but I mean, altogether, I think the Yankees could easily just shut me up because I mean, they, it's the Yankees. They always find some type of shit, but we'll see. Not gonna lie, it's it's like, I've I've been DH before. I like travel ball. It was the best DH. You don't have to play the field. Yeah. But, being as a DH, like sometimes you're out of the game. You're out of the game, honestly. Like you just relax. Like yeah. you don't care what happens. So that's maybe probably why it's, it's my favorite. Yeah, like you're saying, it's weird. Some guys they just hit better when they're in the game on defense, running in and off the field every inning. Like that's it. It's weird, but it's a thing that exists. So it would happen. Yeah. Like when I actually I I would hit the same, but like I felt more relaxed when I was DHing than when I was on the field. Yeah. That's I mean, I'll go, I'll go next Jose. I'm, gonna, I'm right with him. I'm going to go under here just because the only reason I'm going under is that I think the AL East is loaded, and there's a couple teams I just like a little more than them. Um, I think they're going to be competitive. I think I have them, like, right outside the wild. I think they're – I either have them as a wild card the wild card. I just think that they're it's a loaded division. I have them going just under. I think they win probably 87, 88 games. I agree. Just under. I could see them going 90, like winning 90 games. Yeah. It's, this is, I mean, they could hit 91 too. I mean, they hit 92 last year. Like they barely hit it if this was a number last year. But I, I think, I uh, think I'm going, I'm going over only because they won 92 last year. Okay. And I don't think the Rays win 100 again. And I don't think yeah. the Red Sox go over 92. Like, mm, even though that, the Blue. Even though the Blue Jays get way better, mm-hmm. I think the Rays and Red Sox take like a half a step back. So I could see them staying like right at 92, 93. Mm. That's a fair point. And what, what you just said is like I, I agree with in the sense that they won 92 games last year. And I feel like if you asked Yankee fans, they would say that last year was a disappointment. Yeah. It was a terrible yeah. year. I hated it last was. year. Yeah. And so again, and I think on paper they got better. So I don't know. But I just, I think where we meeting Gary differ here is I just I think I believe in the, a little bit of the other teams a little more, but I could totally That's see fair. the Yankees coming out winning five games and winning. The it's division. a lot of games could, as well. That's a lot of wins. Got to think about yeah. that loaded division. That's a lot of wins. Yeah, that just shows you how good the AL East is too. You know, like mm-hmm. I can see any of these teams going. Moving on, this will be a quick one. Orioles under. They have nobody. <laughs> under. Suck. They won. Under. They won 52 games last year. Do we think the Orioles got better? No. Under. Are they, they good? Suck. No. Give Watch out for Adley Rutschman, though. That's it. They oh, suck. Yeah. Under. Big Adam. under. They have nothing going for them. They suck. Dylan? They got some prospects. Closing statement here on the Orioles. They suck. Under, I mean, they have a couple guys that are, like, decent, but under. The, the AL East is too good. AL East is too good to not get. Notre Dame alumni. Trey Mancini. 
Trey oh. Mancini. Go, hey, go Irish, baby. Let's, Let's go. Go. Oh. go Irish. That's scary. Really, speaking about the Rays, their hundred. Oh, oh yeah, play playing like a champion, baby. Play like a champion. <laughs> scared, scared. Yeah. Speaking about the Rays, Rays won a hundred games last year. They feel mm. like this year they did trade away pro oh. this morning or yesterday. 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 Sorry, my bad. Mixing up days here. Over under is eighty nine and a half. Like I said, they got rid of Renfro yesterday. What do we see with these Rays teams as the Rays will always be Rays on how you can never fix stupidity with Rays? Coming um, correct you like that, Oach, but they got rid of Meadows last year. Yeah. Oh, Meadows. My bad. Oh, Rafa is gone. I forgot Meadows. Their starting rotation, McClenahan, Kluver, Yarbrough, Resmussen, Shane Baz will come back like a couple weeks in. Patino, Chirinos will also come back a couple weeks in. I believe. Um, a lot of yeah. just dudes that are, like, solid. Like, you can't really, like, say anything except they're solid. Like, they're good starting pitchers. And the Rays do this with every pitcher. Like, watch yeah. Kluber go out and get, like, a 3 ARA this year. Like, <laughs> I don't know how the Rays do oh. it. What happened? Yeah. I mean, I like their rotation. It's good. Yeah, same. I like the rotation. I mean, I just always, like, raise pitching like they always just find some weird like pitcher to figure out how like to get out and it works all the time so i mean they they have a formula that is probably one of the best in baseball in the sense that they do things their way and they fit they find what guys do well and they make them do that they don't ask them to do anything else they i mean you've seen it last couple years like the rays they have some voodoo like john boy says they got some voodoo magic i mean the Rays, they do it with the starting rotation. I mean, they're going to be guys that they're not names, but they're going to go out there and they're going to compete. They give them a chance every single day. And I know Jose is going to dive into it. That pen is always nasty down there in Tampa. Yeah, like the same thing. It's just guys you don't know, and they're just going to – some random guys going to be throwing like 100. Other guys going to be throwing like a wiffle ball, just some random guy every week. <laughs> like the guy, they got Andrew Kittridge, Peter Fairbanks. They picked up Brooks Raley. That's a really big pickup. That's a yeah. lefty, and he's from the Strohs, so he's probably going to be really good on the Rays. Probably going to have, like, 0.5 ERA. JT Chargois, Matt Whistler. It's just, I mean, it's the Rays bullpen. I mean, you know what's going to happen, so mm-hmm. not much to say about it. How about that starting nine, though, Dylan? Let us know. How's it going? So, again, it's the... They're gritty, man. They're just gritty. There's not. They're not gonna wow you, but they're gonna go out there and hit. I mean, are they gritty, are start. they a gritty lineup as well as they hit the gritty though? Oh, they mm. they, they gritty. I would say that Rosarena and Wander Franco could probably hit the gritty the best out of the starting nine. <laughs> okay, okay. They seem to go back to him. G Man Choi. How could I forget G Man? Old G-Man friend Angel. Hit. Come on, man. Old Angel hits. He hits a Justin Jefferson type gritty. If I had to be honest. <laughs> But, I mean, the top three is really, really good. Like, Brandon Lau, Rosarena, and Juan Franco. And then after that, it's just they're guys that are raised. I mean, G-Man, Yanni Diaz, Kiermaier, Margot, Zunino, who had a monster year last year. And yeah. then it shipped off Meadows, but it's because they got Josh Lowe coming up. They believe in him in the outfield. I mean, and they had guys on the bench that play. I mean, Taylor Walls, um, Mejia, Brett Phillips is still there. Um, they got Luke Braley there. So, I mean, again, it's not guys that are going to wow you, 
they nobody's gonna say that you know these guys are superstars but they play raised baseball and raised baseball has been effective for them the last couple of years like these guys understand their role the rays know how to platoon better than probably anyone in baseball mm-hmm. and i mean they just do the thing mm. i would uh, say brandon lau is really underrated he's brandon a fucking dude very underrated yeah this is a tough over under because like I mean, put the over i'm gonna go over okay yeah I'm i don't know why i just there's not like a i can't give you a reason why like facts why i'm just gonna, just gonna say over yeah i mean I'll, i'm gonna go over too just because i think this team is just as good as the te- the race teams the last couple of years mm-hmm. um i think if if josh Lowe can come up and hit well Zunino can do what he did last year, and then the role players can just do what they do and just trust Randy, Brandon Lau, and Franco to do what they do up the top three. I think that they're they're going to be another 90-win team. Yeah, I'm, I'm going over, too. Just, they're a good team. They won 100 last year. I don't see them repeating 100, but I can see them 92, 93, like same as Yankees, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. This is tough. Tough. Um, deep thinking over there. See, yeah. See the change. Uh, they could finish above the Red Sox. I mean, I see that happening. Fuck. Yeah, this Bro, do you guys see the Twins are trying to get uh, Chris Paddock? Really? Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I see that. Uh, uh, they have a Rose. Any you know, day, I'm going to go yeah. with a hot take here. Hot take. This is the year that the Rays don't be <laughs> this year. and The, mm. the Rays always somehow, some way, find a way to win games with, like, as Dylan said, it's just three guys and the others are just Rays. Uh, bullpen, Rays. Starting rotation, Young. Got a lot Rays. of young guys. I mean, Glass now is gone. I mean, he's not, he's, he's injured right now. He's so, probably going to pitch at all this year. Yeah, Glasnow's gone, so your team ace is gone. And you have a lot of young guys there. You lost Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan's gone. Kluber comes in. I'm going to take the under. It's a, it's a hot take for sure. It's against the people of scoreboard media as well. But I'm going to be different here. I'm going to go with the under. That's okay. It's okay. But, and I still respect you for that, Ash. Yes, sir. Yeah, I still, I'm still your friend. With the color of Garrett's shirt, as well as the word combination of socks, the red socks, over-unders 85 and a half with a big signing at shortstop. Who is at shortstop, Dylan, as well as who is else playing field? Who is else? Who is else? Well, the the big signing for them was Trevor Story bringing him in. Um, They... I kind of get a vibe like the Giants a little bit from last year in the sense that 85 and a half, I feel like it's a little, like, I feel like it's the same kind of like Giants territory in the sense that was last year Luke or are you guys a for real team? I think they're a for real team because I think this lineup, like when we're talking about the Phillies and the Braves, I put the Red Sox up there as a top five lineup too, or right outside the top five. I mean, Kike found like playoff Kike last year was insane, especially down the stretch. He was an amazing player for them. Devers is like a sneaky MVP candidate in my mind. That's also they my favorite here right there, Devers. Love it. Bogarts, I mean, he's a top middle infielder in the game. 
J.D. Martinez is going to mash for him. Verdugo had a solid season. Trevor Story, the big signing. Bob, Bobby Delbach at first, he had a great year. I mean, I think he has a chance to hit 25, 30 bombs this year too, a full season. And then 8-9, Jackie Bradley, Christian Vasquez, I mean, just play defense for us and have competitive at-bats. I mean, I, I really like this lineup. Um, I think that it's one of the best in baseball. Um, I think it's guys that are veteran guys that have been there. They've won. They've played like winning baseball. So I, I like this lineup a lot. Who's the starting five, Garrett? As well as because they lost Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, you got Evalde as their ace since Chris Sales hurt. Pavetta, solid vet. Uh, Huck. I think that's how you say it. Tanner Alk. Huck. Huck. Uh, I actually picked him up in fantasy. I think he'll have a good year. Yeah. Uh, Michael Walker, yeah. kind of just like a garbage can. He sucks. <laughs> uh, they also got Rich Hill, James Paxton, both old heads. Uh, their rotation kind of sucks, but, I mean, they, they can hit. But their rotation is pretty bad. Yeah, the rotation is – or the bullpen isn't too much better. I mean, you got Garrett Whitlock. He was really good last year, rookie yeah. season. Matt Barnes, Brazier. I mean, after that, I mean, Jake Beekman's always a solid lefty. But, I mean, I don't even know he still plays. Damn. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I don't know about the pitching. It's just going to be a – they're going to be another team where it's like nine to eight wins, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's crazy because no one expected them because they won 92 games. And if you look at their starting pitching from last year, I think they all had like a four ERA except like a Valdi. Like yeah, Eduardo, they Rodriguez. overachieved last year. Yeah, they overachieved, and like Eduardo Rodriguez, who they lost in free, <coughs> had like a five, like a five ERA. Yeah, during the season. Uh, I mean, this team's probably gonna have a lot of ERAs. They overachieved. They have a good hitting lineup. Jeez. I'm gonna, I'll go over. I'm going to go last here. Let you guys do. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to go over too. I think that it's a good team that's going to hit. I think the pitching will pitch up to its potential. I think if Tanner Hawk and Pavetta have good seasons, I think that you talk about this team like maybe even winning the division almost. But I think definitely over 85 and a half. Mm, I'm really torn here because I want to take the over, but their pitching stuff is just so like bad like I don't yeah know I, I feel that on another level I feel like, like i feel like i feel like they could make the moves in in like uh around the deadline though yeah i feel like they could pick up like a louise castillo frankie Montes, if, if they like, could do a move like that <clears throat> the only reason i don't see them doing that is because i think they'll be outbid by like people with better farms. yeah that's what i was gonna say right now i don't think they have any type of package yeah, I'm going to go under just because I I don't think Evalde has the same year he had last year. Their mm. defense is also pretty abysmal. They did get Jackie Bradley back. But Bogarts is pretty bad. Devers is pretty bad. Dahlbeck is pretty bad. Story's good at second. Yeah, Story's all right. But Michael Waka and Pavetta. Dude, Pavetta <laughs> was getting lit up like a beach ball. In spring training, so like I'm not big on that dude. I'm going under, barely under. I'm agree with Garrett. I'm gonna go under. I feel like, oh man, they're one. I feel like they're one year wonder. 
last year over mm. two weeks. I mean, you had Verdugo had a great year last year. You had Kike have a great year last year. I just, hey, those are some real ball players right there. They are good ball players, but in order for this team to win games, that lineup has to be on. And yeah. I don't think I mean they have a good manager too. Jesus Christ. Uh, contradicting yourself left and right. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go under. I just don't think mm, that that's good, good as good man. Did last good time. man. <laughs> I'm gonna go under because I think <laughs> this team will win a hundred games. Mm, hell yeah! I'm full on on the fucking Jays. Holy Over shit! Under 92 and a half. Obviously, Vegas has them winning the AL East division. They won. 91 games last year. So with all the moves they did, Vegas thinks they only will win two more games. Or, yeah, two more games. Uh, Vegas is a I'll, fucking I'll, I'll start it off. I think this is easy. Over. Mm. Like, I don't think there's easy any over. They're like, they got, they got rid of Robbie Ray, but they got Gosman. They got Coochie Man. Hunjin <laughs> Reeves back. Coochie Man. Nice. Darius has been looking good. I mean, I feel like they're going to be good. Manoa's going to go crazy yeah, Ma- this season. Manoa, Pearson, like, they're going to be good. Garrett, are they win-now mode? Now they're win-now. Okay. <laughs> now they are. I now they are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's good. Yeah, I mean, easy over. I mean, even the bullpen's pretty good. Romano was pretty good. They yeah. got Miza, Tim Miza, Yimi Garcia. Yimi. <laughs> that motherfucker, bro. They got Nate Pearson. He's in the pen. Rough stripling. So. Dude, Merriweather. You didn't mention him. He's beast. I ask, ask a question. Oh, you're doing Merriweather. Yes. Yeah. Are we positive that they are way, way better than last year? No. Not way, way better, but they're better. Not way yeah. better, but they're better. Yeah, I agree. Because they were already good. Is they weren't a playoff team last year. Did they get that much better to, like, people are talking about them as, like, a World Series nah, team. Nah, I don't. I don't, I don't see them as a World Series team. They could be, but I do. Yeah. See like, I just I don't know if they're win now, win now, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I could see them being like the best team in the AL, but I don't like that doesn't mean like they're going to win the World Series. So. Yeah. I don't. The only thing that I would say is I don't know how much better they are this year versus last year. That would be my only thing. You brought, like, okay, you brought in Gosman, but you had Robbie Ray and you lost him. So. But they did get. Matt got, Chapman. Yeah, I was just going to say that's that. You. They're going to hit, and they were young, so it's like, well, you have the progression. I get all that. My only thing has been, like, I feel like people have been really hot on them, which I understand. But, like, I was thinking, I'm like, are they that that much better than last year? Because I feel like they brought back a lot of the same guys. Yeah, but I think I think you're getting a full year of, like, now you're getting a full year of Springer. You're getting a full year of Tay Oscar. Those guys fucking rake. Mm-hmm. Now you're bringing yeah. in Chapman. Oh, he's going to try to play for a bag. Bichette. Probably gonna be better this year. Oh, yeah. You're bringing Kevin Gosman really good. For Rios, hopefully he can improve. Ryu, kind of not that good last year, but you know, we'll he's see. gonna bounce back. He's a yeah. Dodger boy. I, I think they might have not like this. Isn't the most insane improvement, but I think they got better enough. Or now they're like legit a top team. Because yeah, I I think I will probably go over two. My only thing was just been. Looking at this team, because I'm like looking at the AL, and I think a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people like their trendy picks, the Blue Jays. And my only thing has been, 
am I certain that they're that much better? I think I need to see them play. I mean, they're going to mash. I already know that. But it'll be interesting because that division's good. So, no, I mean, no one can really afford to slip up over there because you're going to have four teams that are could all win the division. I will say this. Obviously, they are better than they are last year. They did lose some key pieces. Robbie Ray, who I think will be, knock on wood, a one-hit one hit wonder, hopefully for the Angels, so he doesn't... Oh, he will. He will be. He's a one-year wonder. But <laughs> that guy's ass. I think based Sucks. on like the trendy picks, as you say, Dylan, about how everyone's picking them up for the World Series and all the hype... I don't think it's due to the fact that they like had the greatest offseason ever because they really didn't, right? They didn't have, they didn't sign big names. They just had some. Gosman. Well, Gosman, that's it. They Gucci tra- Man. They traded for. Gucci. Chapman. Chapman's a huge trade, yeah, I feel like. That was a moves, I feel like, dude, I think a lot of people are undervaluing Chapman because like, not even three years ago, people had him better than Arenado. Well, aren't you an A's fan, though? Me? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Oakland, so I love the A's. I just think the picks are based off of potential, and this team has a lot, a lot of potential. I mean, look at skinny Vlad now. He's no longer thick Vlad. Hey, what's his name? Hey, what's that one outfielder's name that they have? Teoscar Hernandez, MVP sleeper. Wow. Over Vlad. Hot take. Hot take. No, it's just my sleeper. That's my sleeper pick. Okay. Yeah, no, I like the sleeper. The only tough thing is it'd be it's hard to win an MVP on a team that has Vlad, you know? Yeah. Well, I it's know, like... but, like, they're going to be focusing on Vlad, and that dude hits bombs. Teoscar. No, dude, he's so good. He's really good. Yeah. This, well, I believe. It's an over uh, World Series champ. I don't know about that. I mean, since we finished up all three of the divisions, I mean. Give us. Like we got to do who we got beating who in the World Series, right? Yeah. You got to. You should do that on Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday. Oh, no. oh, you you got to do it on Friday though, because it's game started. Yeah. What if someone goes but, out there? I mean, super early World Series prediction. <laughs> you got to do it now, night before opening day. All right. All right. All right. This see. pod has gone funny. long enough though. Let's make these speedy. Speedy, speedy. I, I do need to go I'll, too. I'll create a graphic at the end anyway. So. I'm um, gonna go. Dodgers. Interesting. Dodgers versus God. JL sucks. Oh, versus God? Wow. Yeah. I got the Dodgers versus the White Sox. Dodgers winning five games. Okay. Five. I'll go yep, five Sox. games. Sox over Braves in six games. White Sox over Braves in six. Oh, terrible. Mm. Terrible. All right, Dodgers, Dodgers, Astros, Dodgers one in five. Oh, man, we're so biased, dude. (laughs) Dude, Dodgers are so good. But Dodgers Dodgers are so good. good. Yeah, bro, come on. so good. They're going to get May back. Dude, I was watching the highlights. I saw... Trey Turner hit a double to score Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Like, dude, imagine that's saying so that good. three years ago. Imagine saying that yeah. three years ago. Like, You're that's insane. insane, bro. Jesus, dude. Uh, bro, see Bobby Miller, dude? Dude, that Bobby guy, Miller. Guys, and Jesus. And, and that's my new favorite player. That's my dude, new favorite player. Ryan Pepiot in the minors yesterday, he was mm-hmm. lights out. <laughs> We're, so good, so, good. We're so, so good, dude. We're so good. <laughs> it's insane. 
Bro, me and Bobby Miller have the same birthday, bro. Come on. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Dodgers April World 5th. Series. Back to back. Back to back to back. I'm going to go. I'm World Series champions for the next 10 years. White Sox from the AL. Angels. Yeah. White Sox from the AL. I don't want to choose the Dodgers because I don't want to be like everyone else. Bro, you know they're going to be there, though. Pick the Brewers. Pick the Brewers. Yeah, you I like. I know you like the Brewers. Do the uh, what's uh, who did? Trevor uh, Proof did that this morning. He Proof did. did uh, he did Brewers over. Yeah. Uh, did over Brewers White Sox. Lock it in. Lock it in. <laughs> I like that. I'm a follow Proof. I like Brewers. I like the White Sox. Give me that, and I'll say the Brewers can it. So, Let's... good pod, boys. All right. That's pretty much it. We'll put the graphic up. I'll work on a bunch of stuff tonight for opening day. Work on TikToks. Catch you yeah, guys. Yeah, we got to get TikTok popping. Peace out. Wait, what? I said we got to get TikTok popping. We need to get TikTok popping. Peace out. Laters. Peace. Peace.